The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Hey there, my friend, and welcome to this episode for homeschoolers who feel stuck. Oh, that just might be all homeschoolers at one time or another. Am I right? That's why today I want to talk about feeling stuck and unmotivated on your homeschooling journey because it couldn't happen to any of us and sometimes when we least expect it. But before we get there, let me ask you a question. Here's what I want you to just think about for a moment. What does feeling stuck look like for you? Here's what it looked like for me. Something would trigger feelings of discouragement, like my kiddos would whine and complain and not want to do what I had planned, which I thought, of course, they would love. (laughs) Or I'd have nothing planned at all for the week and not even know where to begin. So I do nothing. (laughs) Or I'd feel behind in what I had planned and see no way to catch up and get it all in. So I just freeze, losing any creativity or decision-making capacity at all. And no matter which of these scenarios started the spiral, I'd get stuck in these spinning thoughts of feeling inadequate, feeling less than, feeling like I can't do this, feeling like what's wrong with me, all those feelings. That's how I would feel as a homeschooler. And that doesn't really help us gain much motivation, does it? How about you? Can you relate to any of those scenarios? Or perhaps feeling stuck looks different for you. Just think about that for a moment. What are you thinking and feeling when you're stuck or unmotivated? Well, today, my friend, I'm here to help you get unstuck. So let's dive into five ways you can find the peace that is available to you right now. 
Number one, identify the trigger. So first off, let's identify what's triggering you. Feeling stuck and unmotivated can happen to anyone at any time. Like I said, it can be really challenging to stay focused and engaged when you've taken on the responsibility for your child's education. You may feel like you're not making progress or you're not doing it right. And the best place to start moving forward is to name what's holding you back. Give it a name. Can you identify any trigger thoughts that started this? We often tend to blame other people or our circumstances for our feelings when the truth is our own thoughts cause our feelings. So if you can identify the trigger and then the thoughts making you feel stuck, you can intentionally choose more motivating thoughts to help you feel like you're making progress, even if it's in baby steps. Here's an example. If you planned a map drawing activity to go with your geography lesson and your child moans and complains, so instead of thinking, oh, this always happens, what's wrong with my child, or even what's wrong with me, maybe try on this thought. I can think of other ways to make this work because we can. There are always other ideas we can try. And then maybe try making a map outside in the dirt in your yard or try drawing it with chalk on the driveway or on a chalkboard. Try painting it with watercolor paint. Number two, break the monotony. Now, I know we talk a lot about rhythm. I share about rhythm. I have a a free resource for you about rhythm. And it's really important for all of us to know what to expect. What's the flow of the day going to look like? But just consider for a moment that one way to overcome feeling stuck is to break up the monotony of your daily routine. You could try changing your environment by taking your homeschooling outside or rearrange your study area to create a more inspiring space. You could also switch up the routine by incorporating new subjects or bringing in an element of surprise. That is one of my favorite things to do, to bring in an element of surprise just to keep things fresh and exciting. I know that oftentimes when I'm bored, my brain interprets that stagnancy as a permanent problem. But if I change things up just a little bit with a little refresh, I can begin to gain some momentum. Because sometimes we need to mix things up a little bit just to awaken some new energy for learning. Number three, find inspiration. Another way to stay motivated is to find inspiration from others. Reach out to homeschooling communities, join online groups or forums, or listen to podcasts like this one and read blogs from other homeschoolers. Seeing and hearing about the successes and even the challenges of others can be a great motivator and help you realize that you're not alone in this journey. I'd love to invite you to come join the Inspired at Home community where you'll find training, coaching, and community support. You'll find details at artofhomeschooling.com slash inspired at home. 
one of the things that I love so much about our coaching calls in the community is that when one member asks a question, say about how to approach their child's struggles with math, everyone benefits from all the ideas that are shared. That's the power of community and finding inspiration from other homeschoolers. Number four, focus on one thing. Setting small goals is also a great way to stay motivated and overcome feeling stuck. And the easiest way to do this is to focus on one thing at a time. Is it reading or writing you want to focus on for the next month or two? Or perhaps it's painting or poetry or getting more movement in, but just choose one. For me, the more stuck I feel, the smaller I need the goal or the focus to be. Sometimes the goal might be as simple as finishing a chapter of a book we've been reading aloud or completing a main lesson book entry or learning a new song or poem. Just be sure to create short-term goals for your homeschool. Seriously, just choose one. As I often say to homeschooling parents, scale back until it works and then build back up from there. We all need to do this periodically. And then be sure to celebrate each little win achieved along the way. This will help you stay focused and motivated and give you a sense of accomplishment as you progress through the year. All right, our last one, number five, celebrate what you have done. As I'm recording this episode, it's the beginning of April. And I hear from so many homeschoolers at this time of year about their concerns that the homeschool year is coming to a close and they haven't finished everything yet. (laughs) Here's what one of the Inspired at Home members asked me just a few weeks ago on a coaching call. She said, another school year is coming to a close in a few months and I've run out of time again. Do I push through in order to keep my kids on track or just let go? And here's the interesting part of that question, which we all ask at one point or another. I know I did at this time of year, but here's the question that I want to offer to you. Does pushing through even work? No, we cannot force our children to learn more quickly than they are. It's not possible. So It's really a moot point. I find a much better approach to be to first look at what you have done this year because you have done some learning. I promise you, you have made some accomplishments. So look at that and celebrate all of it. Then decide what you want to do with the time you have left. That's it. No beating yourself up, no wishing you were superhuman, just taking stock of where you are now and celebrating what you have done. As we wrap up, I just want to say that the truth is feeling stuck and unmotivated in homeschooling is a very common challenge, but it's important to remember that you have the power to overcome it. For me, feeling stuck and unmotivated usually stems from trying to do too much at once. And then when things begin to fall apart, I come to this sweeping conclusion that I'm stuck. I always get stuck. I feel like this is how it's going to be forever. 
But there is a way out, I promise you, by breaking the monotony, finding inspiration, and focusing on just one thing at a time, you can reignite your passion for learning and your kiddos will pick up on that. Then you'll be able to better connect with each other and let the learning unfold without so much stress and anxiety, without so much tension. If you want loving support, check out the Inspired at Home community and see if it's right for you. Thanks for tuning in today. And you can find the show notes for this episode over on my website at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 128. You'll find links to resources I've mentioned, as well as a few other suggested episodes on related topics that you might want to listen to. See you next time. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. 